Hey, welcome back. It's season three of Garage Monologues. My name is Jay Swanson, and you've probably been listening for a while if you haven't already. If you're hearing this or seeing it, it means that you're on the public feed, which means that this episode came out about six months ago for my patrons. And if you'd like to get on top of that, if you'd like to see these episodes as they come out, support the show, help me to keep it going, because, you know, it's, it's everything's up in the air this year. There are a lot of big changes coming, but let me know over on patreon.com slash jswanson. You can support the show. You can listen to all the episodes from this season right now. You don't have to wait, or you can continue listening to them as they drop every other week for the next five or six months. It's the season of becoming French, and there's a lot of cheese that gets eaten in this season. I hope you enjoy it. Swanson. Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 8 of Garage Monologues. I believe it's Episode 8. My dad was supposed to originally join me for this. He was going to be my guest, and we were going to come close, at least, to finishing the cheeses. All the cheeses on the road to citizenship and trying all the protected French cheeses. Um, But unfortunately, he had to postpone his trip, so he'll be here soon, and hopefully we can still do that. I thought it'd be a lot of fun to have my dad on the podcast and do that at the same time, because he hasn't joined me here yet, and... Uh, we got to get those cheeses all done. So uh, instead, today I thought I'd talk a little bit about uh, how I'm doing. I'm doing better and why I'm doing better. And I think some things that hopefully have a little bit of helpful insight um, for anybody else out there that's been maybe a little stressed or overwhelmed or struggling recently. I feel like life is just an endless series of highs and lows and struggles. And the reality is that it's hard and it will always be hard and that that's okay that actually, the, that when life stops being hard, I, the question is whether or not it, you know, what is, is it not hard? Is it not life? I don't know. The, I guess the better way of putting that, I heard somebody not that long ago say that life is a series of problems. And as soon as you stop having problems, you're dead. So there's a, there's a, there's a little bit of, I guess, um, perspective to, to take from that and to think in terms of like, yeah, actually, how do I joyfully engage with the problems that I'm faced with today? as best I can, um, because that's that's the, the the joy I've been given for today, is to deal with this problem, like calling my accountant today, feeling very overdue on um, some numbers and wanting to get my information two weeks ago. Um, you know, things like that. But without these challenges, what would we have? So I thought I'd th- talk about three things, like practical things that I've been doing that have actually really helped. Obviously, I was um, really struggling for a month before the last episode, I uh, had some really rough hits, if you don't remember, from therapy, and I think just have been feeling a little bit taxed and overwhelmed. Where the the whole strategy shift with YouTube and trying to just focus on being a useful and fun Paris, you know, on the ground guy for people that are coming to visit, uh, has been it's been cool to see the results, and it's been cool to see how everything has really come together. Like it's it's exciting, but. Um, it really took its toll. Like I put a lot, I put a lot of work in. My team is now like nine people, possible. Like as of probably by the end of this week, we will be a total of nine people, uh, mostly part time, but some not so much. And you know, so there's the additional stress and uncertainty that comes with needing to make sure that you're taking care of people and um and that everything's riding on the decisions that i'm making as far as like where do we go and and uh and how, how you know how do we how do we get to where we're headed from here and i'm really really grateful just for the opportunity to be where i'm at and to be making those decisions um but 
it definitely made me very sleepy and tired on top of everything else. And so how do we handle these things? Because those, those you know, that pressure is not going to go away anytime soon. Um, and the need for me to be a better manager, the need for me to be a better coworker, a better collaborator, all those things um, is only going to grow. Like I'm only going to need to continue to improve. Um, and so like the last thing I need to do is find myself in a, in a cycle, a negative spiral um, where things are always just getting worse, which is where I was kind of at for a while. And I was allowing myself to enter into some pretty negative headspace that just only got worse and worse. I never really gave myself the space to breathe, to feel better to feel a little sense of relief um to you know uh, to handle it all properly and so there's a couple things that I've, uh, I've been able to do a few things um that have been very helpful in that and nothing groundbreaking here but things that like i had to make a choice practically and then i guess i don't know how practical it is to say kind of what mental choices i've been making because sometimes it doesn't matter uh, how much you want to choose to change something, especially a pattern of thought, like it it can very well be out of your control for a period of time. So I think that those changes might have been helped by the the more like physical changes that I made. Um, I can't definitively say, but I definitely am feeling mu- and doing much better overall. I mean, so well, actually, that I'm not sleeping because I'm so excited about uh, everything that's going on and uh, not I am sleeping but just like my brain just turns on every other night and I'm like oh my gosh I'm so excited and then I, I don't sleep so well and then that leads me back to feeling a little bit more droopy but thankfully just kind of tired and not like melodramatic or just depressed wherever I was before so the first thing that I've been doing which is fairly specific to me and my my circumstances my location is that I've been making myself get out into the city more so even like on days where I'm not working, like a random Saturday or Sunday, there was um last week. It was I don't know if it was last weekend. This was probably yeah. I think it was like just a, a weekend ago. Um, I so eight days ago or something like that. Nine days ago, I took Cooper out for a walk. We went to kind of buy one of the local coffee shops. There was a big line. I was not interested in standing in line. It was cold. I just wanted to stay in the sun. So I was like, well, let's just keep following the sun. So we walked for a bit and the sun obviously is a tricky thing to find in Paris because of all the narrow streets. So you're just kind of stuck to one side. And then I was like, well, maybe we should start angling towards home. But there was no way to get home and stay in the sun at the same time. And I was like, well, I want to stay in the sun. So I just kind of angled around for a little bit and said, you know what? Why go home? Like I live in Paris. Why am I why am I going home so much? Why am I always angling towards home and sitting on my butt in this tiny little room and not going anywhere? And so instead I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to go out. And I have a thing that we're, thanks to a friend who made this thing already, and then we're going to incorporate it into future versions of the guide is the plan. But she made uh, an app that basically allows you to follow the sun in Paris and to see um, when and where the sun will be shining on the streets. And she correlated it with terraces, which I, I don't know if it's fully up to date there. We're going to have to work on that um, now. But um I was just like, all right, well, I remember this coffee shop that I really like just built their terrace because everybody's building their like post-pandemic summer terraces now. It's just, it's a thing in Paris. Like they're allowing, I think they're really doing it to try and make it harder to park in Paris more than anything. But it's amazing everywhere in the city, depending on which Iranismont you're in, a lot of different Iranismonts are allowing people to have semi-permanent terraces during the summer. And so there's this coffee shop that had just built their terrace. And I was like, oh yeah, I wonder when the sun will hit. So I checked the app. I was looking like oh the sun is hitting it like in the next 20 minutes i should go right now so i jumped on the metro 
made it as the sun was, you know, just after basically, but as the sun was hitting the terrace, got a coffee. And then from there, like just started texting friends and was like, Hey, who's out? Who's around? This is what I'm doing. And met some random people, uh, that, you know, just like happened to be sharing the table with me. And this one joined me and we went to the dog park together and then down the hill had lunch and then uh, met friends at a co- another coffee shop and people just showed up until we had like eight or nine people just kind of piled around having a good time. And it was so amazing. I just stayed out like all afternoon, like ended up meeting another friend, having a drink and then just stayed out basically. I didn't have any sunscreen, so I was a little bit sunburned. So you'll see a little bit of sunburn effect in like the video I just released today. Um, unfortunately, just a little bit of peeling on top. Um but man, it was so great. It was so great. And I was like, I love this city and I'm so lucky to have the friends I have and the community that I have. And what a big difference it made for me to decide, you know what? I'm just going to stick to the sun. I'm going to stay out today. And even if I hadn't run into my friends or anything, but thankfully I did, like it just made a big difference. That that one choice to just stay out instead of coming back home and then what? You know, watching YouTube, working. I don't know. So that was one thing, like get out of the house more is a really big thing. Cause I, I come alive when I'm exploring this city, just even personally, not even when I'm recording stuff, but filming has been a second thing and getting back to making stuff is kind of a third, a second and a half, third thing. But like the filming side, I took a break from filming for a minute. That's why there was no video for um, a couple of weeks because we're really focused on like app stuff and extra work. There's just a lot of other work going on behind the scenes. Um, you know, just things are are good, but they're kind of nuts. And so, and recognizing, oh man, like my management skills need some leveling up and like, there's just always stuff to learn and to work on. And, and so I hadn't really been filming and I didn't really want to, to be honest, like I was kind of like ah, feeling lethargic, still feeling a little bit like, well, and I get this weird anxiety still when it comes to filming, like before I go out and start filming, I kind of physically just feel not sick, but like just feel really reticent to do it. And I, I don't know exactly what it is, but I honestly think that it's it's tied into my, you know, my my little history as a daily vlogger and the 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 struggle that that became. And I think my body is just like, hey, we know what filming is like, and it hurts us. Um, and so I always have this reaction. And the cool thing was that, like, so last week when I or two weeks ago, geez, when was this? I don't even know. Time doesn't mean anything anymore. But when I went out to film the Latin Quarter video that's coming out soon, um, I was hanging out with Pushan that morning. We were having coffee and I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. Maybe I should just focus on the 2020. I've been getting really excited to get into the 2020. I was like, I, I need to film a test run of that to see how it goes and if it's going to be what we want it to be. And, um, you know, and I was just really really excited to do that and I was like I don't want to go do this Latin quarter video like I just don't know and eventually I was like you know what fine I just need to go and I knew I needed to do it I knew I'd feel better if I did it and I had no idea how much better I felt it's a combination of going and exploring but also then once I once I start talking to camera a lot of times you know I just get into a rhythm and I, I really like it and I, I I enjoy sharing and I enjoy you know being on camera or whatever else and so setting up the camera, doing my thing, just filming whatever, like at the beginning it was a little rough, but I got going, had some coffee, which is helpful and walking around and filming more and more. And then just was like, yeah, same thing. Like the, half the stress of filming in the past used to be that I had to edit that night and get it out. And now like if I choose to do that, it's it's for fun, like because I'm excited, like the little video I made 
um, advertising the guide being updated. I just was, I had so much fun making it. I stayed up late editing it because I was having so much fun with it. Um, but, you know, if I'm doing like a Paris in my pocket, then I ha also have the privilege of handing that off to an editor. And so I was able to stay out and have a drink and I didn't stay out that late. I would have liked to have gone to one more spot, but also like after, you know, you're out for nine, nine hours, 10 hours, whatever, walking, filming, putting in 15, 16,000 steps, whatever it was, there comes a point where you're like, all right, maybe I should go home. But like the fact that I could just go home, upload the footage and then be done, like that was that's something I'm trying to retrain myself to realize like, oh no, this is fun. Like I get to go out, I get to make something, I get to explore a city I love. I get to share things I love about it with an amazing group of people on the internet. And that's my job. And like, it's, it's genuinely really, really cool and really, really fun. And it's funny that I have to retrain myself to think like, it is fun. What you do is a lot of fun. Enjoy it, you idiot. But the, the reality is, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of stress and everything else involved. And so I'm just having to choose to engage with it in a way that I hope by consistently having good experiences with it, I retrain my brain to not think, oh, this is scary or hard, but to think, oh, this is really fun and it, it it's going to be well worth it. And that's working. So that's been really good. Like basically engaging with that anxiety, that fear, whatever it is and saying, no, I'm going to do this anyways, um, mindfully in a way that I know will be beneficial and I know will be fun and doable and sustainable. All those fun buzzwords, but like that at the end of it, I do have a good day and I, I ended on a high, like I was just having such a great time being out. And even if it's not the best video, I'm genuinely like not the most proud of it. Cause I, I, my performance in it, I don't think is very, no spoilers, I guess, but I just, I'm just not that happy with myself to be honest, and I, we, my main my main edit was like I kind of rambled. Like, can we cut this down a little bit more? Um, but despite that, like the gift of it was that it got me out and it got me exploring, and it really uh, cemented the fact that I'm going to enjoy this. And so then two days later, when we went out and filmed the first um, twenty and twenty video in the twentieth around his month, I had a I had a blast. Like it was still stressful at points filming. I feel always feel self-conscious filming in Père Lachaise because it is a cemetery. So it, I want to be respectful, but also treat it as, you know, a public park, not entirely. I'm not going to parkour on things, but also being willing to like speak somewhat loudly as long as no one's around um, enough to, that's the thing when you're talking on camera, sometimes you want to be, you, you can and want to be quiet. Sometimes you want to be more, a little bit more vibrant and uh, that can feel somewhat disrespectful to be vibrant in a place where everyone is dead. But the irony is that like, uh, it's also like a beautiful park. The flowers are blooming. The trees are coming alive. Like, everything's coming alive in the park. So it also feels appropriate at the same time. So it's funny balance that I'm trying to walk there, but um, I had such a good time. And, and the, the restaurant I wanted to go to was closed of course, because Paris. And so we found another place and, like it just it turned into a really nice time with uh, Emily helping on that one and uh, and Cooper and then going to dinner in the evening with Lindsay and just having a really a really really nice time and again that thing of like man I could just live out in the city like I don't have to go home I've become I think through the pandemic I think through burnout and then the pandemic and then not really understanding how to reformat my life after all that I found myself really anchored and tied to my apartment but I don't. While I did okay for a while, like I don't do well here anymore. Like I really mentally thrive. Like I'm much healthier if I get out of here. So on days where I need to be here, like when I'm recording a podcast or something, like I'll be here. But I think most of the time I'm going to try and do work from anywhere else. 
get out, keep exploring. Like I have so many places on my to visit list, like so many restaurants, bars, cafes, everything that I want to be trying. I would like to get organized and actually be out trying new things all the time. I also need to go back to places that I already know that I already recommend so I can be getting new photos and stuff for the app. Um, you know, and then I've got to be filming. Like I'm going to, I'm also really excited to be filming and I think I can film like two, maybe three, but probably healthily two, um, 20, 20 videos a week. And my goal is to build that up so that in May, I want to start, uh, releasing those like mid to late May, um, at the latest. And then they come out once a week from there. And I'd like to be ahead of it because I am going back to the States for a couple weeks, um, in the summer. And so I want to make sure that it's all done. It's all ready to roll. Um, and that the most I have to do is like give edits from, from abroad, but, or while traveling. Um, but man, it's getting me very excited for the future because like I'm starting to tackle like these things that like you feel trapped and you feel stuck and you feel overwhelmed and whatever. And it just takes some changes. So these are environmental changes because the other thing has been not only filming, but then making stuff like for the 20 and 20, I'm hand drawing a bunch of maps. One of them is behind me, but Cooper is just dead asleep in my lap. So I'm not going to be able to reach for it for you to show you. You'll see it soon enough, but I'm hand making these maps that I'm actually going to, I'm planning on giving away to patrons. So I'm making 20 of them, one for each of the Arani's months, but then you know, each one gets colored in. So as I color one in solid red, the next, so the 20th is solid red for the 20th video. And then the 19th is solid red for the 19th video. But the 20th is like shaded in a little bit. So you can see we've already done it and spiraling in all the way to the first. And so my plan is these like, because I'm, I'm, I want them to also, at first I was like, oh, I want to keep these pristine. But then I was like, no, like maps, you fold maps. And so like I folded them up they're, so they're creased and then I throw them in my bag so they get a little beat up. And and I think they just like look and feel a little bit better. And I'm going to do some more tests. I, I, like I said, I, we're doing tests. So I think I might actually change a little bit of the design and so forth. But my thought is that then, yeah, I want to I want to send those to random patrons as we go. Um, and the nice thing is because they're folded up too, we don't have to like worry about ridiculous shipping costs of like rolling them in tubes and stuff. I can just fold them into an envelope and send them to you. Um, so that's really fun. And the, the cool thing is like sitting and drawing. Thankfully I have access to my landlady's apartment, which I'm trying to also take a little bit more advantage of. Cooper loves lying in the sun. It turns out so he can lie in the sun in her balcony. It gives me a little bit more breathing room, both of us some more breathing room. And then she has a table that I can use to, to draw on. And I love drawing so much and I miss it so much and we have some really fun new stickers that some of you might have already gotten in the mail that we're going to be turning into a little Paris in my pocket merch as well um so if you're getting those as a patron already consider that a sneaky preview of what's to come i think we're sending them to the four-year patrons but kate can correct me on that um and it's like drawing those what are now stickers they're monuments um cartoon monuments basically uh from paris and then drawing these maps, sketching, inking, drawing on my tablet, making, we'll do, I think we'll do like a fun one that I, because I really like the one I made on my tablet as well. Um, it's really, really helpful to just take some time. It's all, it's basically meditative to like let my hands be occupied with something to draw, to create something. And, and, and yeah, all these things combined have been really, really helpful. I, I fell off the horse a little bit with exercise, not too much. Exercise is still good and necessary, but I feel like my exercise routine is kind of just a minimum at this point. Um, I'm, I, I, I go to the gym three times a week and I, I run all those days and I also run hopefully one more day a week. So I'm, I'm definitely putting in um, my time uh, exercising, but it's funny how that just becomes normal and then you crave it when you don't have it and otherwise you're just fine. Um, 
although sometimes the long run really, really, really helps. Like if I'm really feeling crappy, um, anxious, like pent up, then just getting out and running, whether I listen to music or podcast, or whatever, can be really helpful. But getting out of the city, filming and making stuff with my hands have all been really helpful. And the fourth thing has been saying no. Um, a lot more opportunities are coming my way. Just little things, nothing crazy. There are a couple cool things that are. I'm not going to talk about publicly yet because it's just there's enough pressure on one of them in particular already. Um, and had an interview that I did recently that was fun. Um, coming out, that's my first like official newspaper interview, I think, really just for what I do. Um, the that, if you could hear that, that was Cooper snoring in the background. Um, but the with the spokesman review, that one that one's in the past, so that one's done. So if you happen to be anywhere, the spokesman review gets printed. So the inland northwest, really. Um, then there is an article about me coming out sometime in the next four or five weeks. I don't know if it'll just be a little thing on the side somewhere or what, but. Um, it was just kind of cool to talk with somebody and, and like, I'm trying to also take all these things as wins. This is the whole thing about building up my self-esteem because believe it or not, like that is something I've, I've had to work on in recent history. Um, I've, I've, I've a decent amount of self-confidence. Like I know I can handle myself. I'm very disciplined. I can get stuff done. Um, but I don't really see myself in the highest of light. You know, I don't think of myself terribly highly. And anytime I do anything, I think, well, yeah, anybody could do that. If I could do it, then clearly anyone could do it. So I've got some uh, some stuff to work through there, obviously. But what's also been helpful recently, as more things have been coming in and more people, again, it's like, a, it's like an influx of people asking for time and so forth. Just saying no to that has been really helpful. Like I've already kind of done that by getting help in the past with my sister, now with Emily, you know, like monitoring my DMs on Instagram or uh, a variety of email accounts, just being able to handle a, a number of touch points um, for that has been really, really helpful. But then kind of leveling that up again, where there's some things that have come through where normally I would have like said yes to an opportunity or yes to something, but like just starting to say no, where it's like, no, you know, like what, what am I here to do? Like, what is it that everybody's actually interested in me for? And that's making these videos about Paris. And if I'm not making those, then who who cares who I am? You know, really, at the end of the day, not not again, not to put myself down there, but just the main thing is getting out, exploring the city, getting to know it as well as I possibly can, and then turning around and presenting that to you in the most useful way possible. That's what I've dedicated 2023 to. This year has been is a year of Paris for me, for the content I'm making, for everything, and. I'm allowing myself a couple of distractions, but I'm also realizing my like as my team grows and I've got like, like I said, nine people now as like the, the workload grows in really getting the video going, the video series, you know, the 2020 ser series up and running. And I have to actually go out and film all those um, as my obligations to sponsors like BetterHelp, you know, keeps me making some extra vlogs on top of that. Um, the podcast, the rest of the season, app development, um, like that, you know, even if I'm not programming, I'm doing a lot of other work around that testing, like giving notes, having our meetings, doing all that stuff. You know, we're adding another developer to that, um, which is part of the team growing for some really cool specific reasons, which I won't share about yet, but I'm really excited to share about because I think it's going to be super cool. I hope so. Um, so it's all good stuff. It's just like it adds up. And so then if I start saying yes to like interviews or to meetings with people that would probably be pretty interesting to meet or to 
you know, whatever. I did say yes to a speaking engagement. That's the exciting thing that is like already too much pressure. So I'm just not going to say anything more about it for now. Um, Cause it could be a huge thing. It could be a nothing. We'll find out. Um, but it's that thing where um, I kind of said yes to a few things, realized how close to the edge I was. And I was like, nope, okay, time to say no to everything. Um, and by saying no to those things, then I'm saying yes to Paris. I'm saying yes to the videos I'm making. It's part of the reason that I think it's time to really actually do a seasonal podcast because it's like, I, I in my usual gusto, I'm like, no, I can just do this forever. And it's like, no, let's, let's, let's do it seasonally. Like we can do it for half the year and then let it cool down for half the year and start over. Like, that's totally fine. Um, just things like that to be like, no, cause what's the main thing? Like, I really enjoy this and I, I love making podcasts, but that's not what the average person is here for. And it does take an extra amount of time and energy every week, um, between this and the public feed. Um, that's why I've stopped vlogging like 90% of the time. And I only make little vlogs here and there when there's a real reason to do it. Um, an exciting reason. Like I think the trash video is a good one to make because I, of course you should come to Paris right now. Like protest is just a part of life here. It might look like chaos on TV, but it's or in Italian croissant videos, but otherwise it's like, it's such a wonderful city. And I want, I want to share it. If it becomes unsafe, I will definitely let you know that, but I'm pretty sure that'll be really obvious by that point. Although who knows anymore um, with what actually is obvious on the internet. But you know, I just like, I want to, I need to like trim down on things. And like, I'm, I, I'm also saying no to friends a lot more acquaintances. Like I'm only saying yes to certain friends right now, um, for the most part. And then like trying to sprinkle in time with everybody that I can, but like this weekend, like I said, no, this is going to sound like a humble brag of some sort, but I said no to like six or seven invitations to like picnics and barbecues and, um, you know, just coffee catch-ups and whatever else, because, I was like, no, I need to actually rest for a day. Like, I'm, I'm exhausted from all this work. I just made a bunch of videos, blah, blah, blah. So it was hard. It's hard for me to say no, especially to friends, because, like, I would like to see everybody. But the benefit was, actually, I'm, I'm doing, I'm actually, you know what, I'm going to pat myself on the back, because I also, last minute, said no to a quiz night last night. A last minute, I've said no to a couple things, but I've also preemptively said no to some stuff recently. Um, and hopefully nobody takes offense to that, you know, ultimately. But, like, at the end of the day, um, I only have so much time and I have too many things vying for that time as it is. And sleep has to be a huge priority. Friends are still a very high priority, but I've also realized that I've let like the lethargy and slight depression I've been going through eat away at what could be very healthy and productive time. It's just, I haven't been approaching that, that time. Well, I tried to edit out a sneeze and Cooper keeps introducing snores and I don't know if they're coming through or not, but what's a, podcast without a cooper interruption so anyways all that to say that like entering into a bit of a season of no you get it like i don't need to keep pontificating on this like the beauty of being able to better say no means that i'm saying yes to the few things that are that are really important and especially because like i really want to put my everything into what i'm doing um I think that it, it's only fair. Like this year is not only a year of, of Paris, but it's a year of focus, a focus on Paris and focus on the things that make sense in that direction. And then just letting everything else go for now. Um, obviously, I'm still going to pay my taxes. There's some things I just cannot avoid, but the best that I can, um, maintaining a healthy life and a focus on work so that I can you know, get to whatever the next stage is. I think I've been resisting um, success and I've been re resisting health and I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been stubbornly um, 
self-sabotaging for a really long time and I'd like to stop. And so those are some of the practical things that I'm doing to get away from that and to just enter into, it feels like a healthier and happier sphere of life than I think has ever actually been really available to me before. It doesn't mean it's not going to come with its ups and downs. It doesn't mean that uh, I've got it all figured out, but I definitely, I've seen just as one last thought, like, I mean, reflecting on the last few years, if you've been following me for a long time and odds are good, if you're listening to this podcast or watching this on YouTube, especially if you're a patron, you've probably been following me for a long time. Um, you know, like when I was going back and watching the old 20 and 20 series, um, for one, I can see how much improvement I can really bring to it. So that's exciting. But for two, like just seeing in myself where I was at, like the, 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 the craving I had for validation, the need that I had for, to be seen. Like I really didn't feel like I was seen back in the States. Um, I was just, I was in a really rough place in a lot of ways, as you know, barreling towards burnout um, and all kinds of other challenges. But all of that that I hit, the wall that I hit with that, I think was a really necessary inflection point where the pain got strong enough that I finally really sought help. It's when I started therapy. It's when I started to really stop and really make a concerted effort at self-improvement. I mean, in healing, whereas in the past, I think I'd only paid it lip service. And what's great is that I can see myself then I can have compassion for myself, even if I cringe a little bit about some of the things I said and did, the videos I made, the whatever. Um, and I feel very encouraged that the the very deep lows and the high highs back then have mellowed out now that even the last month that I had, which was genuinely really, really challenging um, and one of the harder months I've had in a long time, was still comparably so much better to any uh, any similar period of my life in the past. I mean, I, it was like night and day. And I don't think there ever comes a point, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, I don't think there ever becomes a point where life is without its problems. And I think that that, that month really highlighted for me, not only how hard life is for me, but how hard life is for everyone else. I think in the past, like I wanted, I just wanted someone to acknowledge how hard my life was, <laughs> like and how hard I was working. Like I didn't, I felt like I was toiling away unseen. And I don't, I thankfully I feel like that I, I feel seen by some people in my life and my therapist had some really kind words to say in the midst of some of these struggles as well. But I think that that month helped me to recognize, man, life is hard for all of us. No matter where we are, no matter who you are, life is really just hard and you never know exactly what anyone else is going through, but you can always be pretty sure that they're going through something. And hopefully if they're having a high moment where like it feels like the world is great and they're not then let's applaud them and, and enjoy that moment with them because there's a good chance it won't last for very long or it won't last forever. And, um, and I, you know, I also, I think, I think it just gave me a greater appreciation for just this, how, how hard life can be, but also how beautiful it is when, when it's, when it is just so darn beautiful. And so I guess I'll just leave you with that. Those are the, those are the things that have been helpful leaning into the, like, I guess embracing, I don't know what the term would be, but like really directly embracing the, or, or approaching the anxieties that I've been struggling with and just doing some basic things to 
feel better. And they've been working. And sharing with you always works too. It's a good, it's, this is like these, these little monologues are always a nice act of reflection and a good chance for me to sit and think through this stuff and, um, and to recognize that, you know, I, I know how lucky I am, but I think I, in the midst of, of making what I make, especially recently, videos and podcasts and everything else, like I really feel it and that's really cool. So thank you for being a part of that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a patron because you're, if you're listening to this right now, uh, I, you, you've made this all possible over the last five years or however long I've been a full-time creator that uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be possible without you at all. Um, and of course, if this, when this makes it to the public feed, no worries. Thank you for just listening and being here anyways. I know not everyone can be a patron or wants to be and is happy to support me in other ways. And you've made all the difference as well, not to minimize your participation. So thank you for that. And um, I just hope that whether you're on the patron feed, the public feed, or maybe you've never listened to a podcast except for this one, and you usually are only interested in my YouTube videos, um, I'm really just grateful to have you here. And the fact that these words have made it to your ears, that you made it to the very end of this long monologue is deeply appreciated. And uh, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. Well, I, I mean, I guess I, I, I've, I've done, I did it in a vacuum for a very long time. So I guess that's not true. I would be still probably talking to myself if nothing else. But I'm really grateful that I'm not. I'm really grateful that you're here and that this has become quite the delightful, strange, long-lasting dialogue, even if it seems like a monologue in recording. So... That'll do it. I'm going to go enjoy the spring. I'm going to get out of my tiny apartment. I'm going to go into Paris and I'm going to appreciate every minute of it. And I will see you here online somewhere in the very near future. Thanks for listening. Bye.